0: Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wawandry people of the Kulin Nations, and recognize their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods a sacred space for the witches the healers the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom witchery and old world magic where people come to learn to hear stories to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves welcome to ritual hello and welcome to the very First episode of Ritual, a podcast with me, Amy Harvey. Um, I'm very excited. Look, I'll be totally honest. This is something I have been thinking about doing for such a long time, and now it's here and it's happening, and it's overwhelming, and I'm terrified, but I'm so excited to be doing this. I, um, oh my gosh. It doesn't even feel real. It's just so exciting. Um, But here we are, Ritual the Podcast. Um, Now, I thought I'd probably start off with the first episode, just letting you know a little bit about me, uh, who I am, my journey, what I want to do with this space. Um, I've also asked a couple of questions. Well, I didn't ask. I asked you to ask me questions. um, So I'll be answering them as well. Uh, but let's just start, I guess, from the beginning. Who am I? who, Who am I? Um, I'm Amy. I am a witch. I am a mum. I am a business owner. Um, I'm all the things, all those things, plus probably so much more. I live in the amazingly beautiful, hills of the Dandenong Ranges in Victoria in Australia Um, and I love it here it's probably one of the most magical and beautiful places in the world like literally as we speak right now um, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm looking out the window and there's a big beautiful pine tree literally right there I've got the window open and the breeze is coming in and there's birds chirping all around me, and it's just heaven. It's just the most beautiful place in the entire world. Um, One of the most beautiful places, but um, yeah, I love it. It's so beautiful here. Um, But yeah, maybe I'll start from the beginning. Um, Who, my journey into becoming a witch, because I'm assuming that if you're here... Um, A lot of you will either be just venturing into your witchy path or magical path. Maybe you're a pagan, maybe you are more into druidry, maybe you're just keen on learning about all forms of magic but whatever the reason is, um, I'm assuming you are drawn to a more magical path in life. Uh, So this is mine, this is my journey. Um now, I haven't always been under the label of a witch. I mean, if going way back, I was christened in an Anglican church, um, but my family were never very religious in any way. Um, I did go to an Anglican school. Um, but again, we weren't really very religious. We I mean, we obviously had to do the school church stuff but not willingly (laughs) um and i always felt that i mean i always liked the idea of having following a religion or a, a religious path but for me um the more christian way of thinking never really fit for me um i would always say i know i believe in something but i just don't know what it is and that was kind of my phrase um I thought maybe for a while, I just believed in nothing. But I, I always felt like there was something more to life. I just, I just didn't know what it was. Um, but I was always very into magic. Um, you know whether it be magical stories. Obviously, I when I was actually the same age as Harry Potter when the Harry Potter books came out. So I was very deeply immersed in the Harry Potter world. I loved reading about magic and going to, you know, Hogwarts and learning how to do spells and getting your wand. Like I loved, I just loved the idea that that could be your life, that you could just live this life of magic um, so I was very much into stuff like that. You know, I watched the craft. I watched um, oh, watched the show, you know, the show, Charmed. I love Charmed. Um, so always very drawn to witchcraft and magic. Like I know when I was younger, I think I must have been about oh, maybe 10. I made my own book of shadows. Um I have no idea what I wrote in it. I actually wish I had kept it, but um, I'm sure it was very magical. (laughs) Um, But yeah, always very drawn to that, but again, didn't follow that path. It kind of has always come in and out of my life. Um, And then a bit later on, I was very drawn to The Secret. I don't know if you have read or seen the doco on the secret, but that is all about the law of attraction and manifesting your dreams and goals. And that really sparked something in me, that idea of um, having being able to control energy to benefit you, to help you achieve and call in the things that you want for your life. I was really immersed in that. I think I read the book like 20 times. I just... Absolutely loved it. Um, And then going again, maybe another year or two, I remember I, so I must have been maybe, it was right before I met my husband. So I must have been about 22, 21, 22. And I um, was working in the city. I was working at, um, at the theater when Wicked was on. And I remember in my breaks, I would always go down to a shop. There's this beautiful shop in the city of Melbourne called Spellbox. And it's this tiny, tiny little shop. But it is literally like you're stepping into something out of Harry Potter because it's like everywhere you look is these beautiful, magical, you know, things around you. There's this windy staircase, there's a wheel that you turn that tells you your fortune. There's like a little fairy house that you can look into and they sell all these beautiful books and candles and potions and spells. And I would go in there, I would say nearly every single day, not even to buy anything, but just to look. Like I was so drawn in and I just loved just like learning about everything, looking at what was in the books. Um, I think I even got a few of their little wish candles and maybe some crystals or something. I don't even remember what it was that I got, but I just loved being in there and being around that energy. But again, not knowing that that was witchcraft, um, just kind of I don't know I don't even know what I was thinking I think I just I just liked it. it just drew me in it was like a moth to the flame um and then I kind of faded out of that again and then it would have been right after I had had my daughter Poppy and I was pregnant with Noah they're very close together um They are 19 months apart, so yes, very much in the deep baby mode. Um, very pregnant, but I think there's something about when you become a mom or or a parent. Um, at least this is for me anyway. I really feel like it kind of shuffles your life up, um, in a big way, obviously, in an amazing way because you become something other than yourself you know you become a parent which is a huge deal um but I think it really kind of makes you look at your life it makes you um a lot of things shift around and you really look at what it is that fills you up and makes you feel whole because I know for me um I felt a bit lost for a while because I felt like, like I, I've always wanted to be a mum. It was, it's always been a goal. It's always been a dream of mine. And I became a mum, and it was everything I had ever wanted. But I actually didn't realize that I would feel like a part of me was missing because, to me, I'm not just a mum. You know, I and Patty, my husband and I, we always talk about this in your life. There should be three parts, like three um, divisions of your life. There's you as a parent, you as a partner, and then you as a self, your whole self. And I felt like I I know I'm a mum, and I know what my role is there and I know what I need to do and I know I'm a wife. I know what i need to do there and you know i'm secure in my relationship and all of that but me as my whole self like i started to go what what is that um what does that look like because before i had Poppy, I was a vet nurse. I've always been extremely passionate about animals. Um, I've always had animals around me ever since I was a baby. They have been in my life and I adore animals. Um, And so vet nursing came really naturally to me. I mean, if you want to go back even further than that, I was actually an actor for a while. I went to drama school over in New York, um, did some acting here. And then I felt like it just didn't fit me i'm very sensitive um i mean i am a leo so and the natural place for a leo i feel is on a stage and and i'm that actor part of me is here to this day but i just felt like the industry in this country especially is very negative and very judgy um anyway that's a whole different thing so I moved on to that, and I went into vet nursing, and I did that for a while. I think I did it for about seven years, and it was a really, um, a really great job, very fulfilling um emotionally draining i think that's one thing i didn't expect you know you you go i'm gonna work with animals and i'm gonna cuddle puppies and kittens and it's all gonna be really cute but it's actually a very difficult job and you spend a lot of time with people and you see people at their worst and you see what some of those people can do to something very innocent um and it can be hard. I think after a long time, I just started to feel very emotionally drained. And I, when I had Poppy, I let that part of me go. And I knew that that's not what I wanted. Um, I also felt, to be honest, I, I mean, I've always been a very creative person. I, um, you know, whether it is acting or even now, I, make, I create things, but I did, you know, art in school and theater and all of that. And I felt like, I felt like it was a little bit too, what's the word? Um, Uninspiring, I guess, maybe. It was very clean, very monotonous. Everything was the same every day. And of course, you would get emergencies and the situations could be different. But to me, I don't know. It just, my creative brain was very lacking and I felt very unfulfilled by the end. So um, when I had Poppy, I knew that now was a good time to let that part of me go. Um, but then I found myself going, well, what what now? What do I want to do? What is it that will, you know, fill my cup and fulfill my soul and what is my purpose? And um, it was like quite a scary time like I wouldn't say I was I felt down but I just felt very lost yeah I felt like I almost felt like you know the puzzle piece that makes up who I am there was a big piece of it missing and I couldn't find it um and then one day I was sitting on a couch um Patty had taken Poppy out and I you know sitting there very pregnant um and I was just hopping around on YouTube, and all of a sudden, I came across a video of Harmony Nice. Now, if you don't know who Harmony Nice is, um, now, I don't think she's on YouTube anymore, but she was a YouTuber who is a witch, and she basically, um, all her videos were about, you know, witchcraft, the wheel of the year, how you do spells, how you do all of that. Um, but there was a video that popped up called, it was like, what is Wicca? Or what is a Wiccan? <clears throat> and I I don't know what it was, but for some reason I was so drawn to that. I'm like, I just want to watch it. Like, what is that? I don't really understand what that path is. So I'm just going to watch it. And um, as soon as she started talking and explaining you know, what the pathway of a witch looks like. It was like a light bulb went off in my mind. It was like suddenly I, you know, after years of saying, you know, I I know I believe in something, but I don't know what it is. I think I was like, I think I know what that thing is because everything she said made sense to me and it felt right to me. And I spent hours watching all her videos and one after the other, I was like, oh my God, like this is, this, it, it means something so deeply to me and, it, and I don't even think it is a this life thing. I think it went back, you know, from life to life to life. Because they say that if you're a witch in this life, you were a witch in other lives as well. And I feel like those past Amy's were going, this is it. This, this is what we've been trying to tell you. This is who you are. Um, and it was just amazing. I know Patty came home and I was like, oh my God, I've been watching these videos and blah, 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 blah. He was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. But there was this fire in my belly all of a sudden. And I just needed to learn more. Um, and so then I went on, you know, my detective hat was on and I found this school that wasn't too far from me called Mystical Dragon. Um, and they are a college where they teach you all about being a witch. Um, you know, they they teach you about, again, the wheel of the year, how to use herbs, how to do candle magic, all of those things. But they had a free class called Introduction to Witchcraft. So I was super nervous because obviously I feel like witchcraft has always got this stigma about it. It's always been not frowned upon but judged. And you know, when you think about it you go, it's to do with the devil. They worship the devil. They're, you know, cackling around cauldrons. They're you know, all all the this all the things that people say that we know is complete bullshit. Um, but of course, I was thinking all those things. I'm like, what the hell am I even doing? What am I stepping into? But I'm just gonna do it because there's something about this that is really triggering something for me. And what am I? What have I got to lose? Absolutely nothing. So I might as well just do it. So I went along and did this class and Amanda who runs the college is amazing. Um, like truly a gift to the world. And she just talked about, you know, what witchcraft is and how you use it and what what can come from it and also what it isn't. So there is no devil. There is no sacrificing people. There's no chopping up toads and, and all of that. It's actually very beautiful. Um, and it's very connected with nature and the seasons that are around us, and and all of that. Again, it really sparked something for me because I have always been a very seasonal person. I really love and thrive um, celebrating, you know, whether it be Christmas or Valentine's Day or Easter or Halloween or summer or it's the first day of winter. I've always been very excited by those things and I take them seriously because I I think that they give your day-to-day life joy. You know, you always have something to look forward to. You always take that moment to look out the window and go, oh my gosh, it's summer. Like I remember being at school going, it's summer. We can wear our summer uniforms now. Like, you know, I, I just love that. I've always been like that. Even as a kid, I was just, that's just how I am. So to hear that there's a path that you can Uh, follow that is very connected to the seasonal way of life was like wow are you serious this is the thing um and it was so exciting to me so you know then you can at mystical dragon you can sign up to do this two-year program where you complete all these um classes and then you graduate And of course, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. And I signed up to so many classes. I smashed it out as quickly as I could because I just love, I mean, I've always loved reading and learning. So my brain was like, yes, 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 feed me. It just, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And then I, you know, I would obviously go and I'd read more books and Um, I found that, you know, I love being outside. So like green witchery is really interesting to me, like working with herbs. Uh, For me, that I feel like that's very connected to a past life, me working with herbs and creating things like that, Um, doing candle magic, I thought was just so much fun. Um, and then even things like, you know, I've always, I'm a massive mermaid, so doing sea witchery, I was like, oh my God, again, it, it just makes sense. Everything about this makes sense. And I slowly I just felt like that puzzle piece that was missing had been formed and I placed it there and I was like, that's who I am. That's, that's what I was missing this whole time. I now have an idea of what I believe. Um so it was really exciting to me and I think you know having Paddy there as well he was you know he grew up in Ireland he's a catholic so very much the opposite of witchcraft they don't they're not friends um but he is a very open person he is one of the least judgy people I've ever met in my entire life and um, when I was explaining that to him he obviously knew how I had been feeling so to see me feel like I wasn't lost anymore he was like absolutely like let's do this let's do it together Um, you know so we would celebrate the wheel of the year together as a family we would you know look up the food and we'd make it together and you if it's autumn, we'd, you know, go outside and find leaves for Mabin or, you know, whatever it was. So having a partner that was really supportive definitely helped and I felt extremely grateful for that because I know not everybody's in the same position as me. Some people still live with family or even partners who just don't agree or, you know, are they are judgmental or they put it down or whatever. So I am very was always very grateful to have that person there that was open to me learning and to finding more about myself. Um, So that was how I guess I became a witch. And then that naturally led on to me starting up my business, um, which I'm assuming a lot of you who are listening probably already know about, um, but I run a business called Wiccan Sage. And... The way that that started is, again, after learning all these different things, um, I've always been very drawn to candles. I know a lot of people are because candles are awesome. Um, and I wanted to learn how to make it because that's that's just what I do. I find out something I want to learn more about it. So that's what I did. I did a class and I learned how to make candles more for my own um, my own. I guess, bank account because I would spend so much money on candles. And then I learned about candle magic. And I was like, you know what would be cool? If you combined three elements of witchcraft together. So if you had a candle and that candle had, you know, it has that scent in it that holds its own power so for example if you had a candle that was filled with cinnamon that would be really great for calling in abundance but what if you got that and then you mixed it with herbal magic and then you'd have even more magic there you'd have even more properties because you could have something in there that would boost your happiness so you're at a higher frequency Or you could have something, you know, that opened you up to manifest or sparked your creativity. Like, imagine that. But then what if you did that and then you mixed it with crystal magic as well? Because crystals are so powerful and so magical. So imagine if you put all three together. Like, you would literally create your own spell in one item. And I was like, hell yeah! Like, it just, it was so fun. So. I started making my own candles using all these elements, and I loved it. I like I it just came so naturally to me, and I would just think of something like it would just pop into my brain, and I go, "I'm gonna try and make something like that." And then I would just put it together, and there it was. Um, and so Patty was like you should make these for people because anyone that would come over to our house, like, Oh my God, I love that candle. Like, where did you get it from? And I, I was like, yeah, okay, well I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll just like, I don't know. I'll do a market and I'll sell them and see what happens. And, um, <clears throat> and so I did that and I went to a market and I was absolutely terrified and <laughs> It went really well. Like, people were just like sucked in. They, as soon as they walked past, they either got a whiff of something or they looked over and they were drawn to a color or whatever it was. But people really responded to it. And then when I told them, like, you know, these are all the different intentions for the candle, it, you know, they're all different. They all have their own magic. People, were like, oh, yes, like I have, I need this. I need help with this I need to bring more of that into my day I need to you know whatever it was um and I just saw that it really sparked something in people which then made me so excited because I was like wow maybe this is what I was supposed to do you know because before then I just felt so lost like what I, I would always say like what am I doing here what am I doing um and one thing I love is is just bringing magic to people, whether it be you know celebrating Christmas or you know celebrating the first day of autumn or bringing candle magic into somebody's life. Like I I love bringing that magic into everybody's just day to day life. Um. So from then, I think the more my practice as a witch. Deepened and grew. The more my business started to expand, because then I would, you know, I dived deeper into potions and and I um you know created my um, magical rollers. Like each of them have their own potions. Some of them are for cleansing. Some of them are for raising your energy when you feel crap. Some of them are to ground you. You know, I would always make something that I knew I needed and then other people would respond to it because it's what as a human we all go through the same things and so I just felt like sharing what works for me would help somebody else and it always did it always found the right person and so then it just started to grow um but I think what the real big moment for my business was anyway um was when the big C happened, when the world changed, when the pandemic hit and our lives as we know it changed. Um, that, funnily enough, was when my business grew. And I was not expecting it to be honest. I was just like everybody else. I was going, "What the hell are we gonna do?" Like Patty, he's in the um, entertainment industry. He, you know, runs his own creative agency. Uh, he's an actor. He's a voiceover artist. He's a director. And if you know about that, the entertainment business basically just shut down. Um, and so, you know, I had two young babies and I'm like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, what are we, what are we going to do? Um, but I think because everybody was in this state of fear and anxiety and what, what's happening with our world, everyone was seeking um, something that was going to make them feel better, something that was going to bring that magic into their day. And my business exploded. Um, and I was so busy, I was so busy. Every day we would get more and more and more orders and it was such a blessing that I had Patty there because like we would just work together every day, We'd be packing things, making things, sending things. And I was so grateful because it really, it got our family through that time. And I know a lot of people that had a really difficult time and i was so grateful every single time i got a notification that another order had come through i was like oh my gosh thank you so much like it was like someone was watching out for us you know that was obviously on a more selfish level it was it was just so it really just helped us get through um but from a business point it just meant that my business it kind of blew up um which was so exciting because not only was I seeing that people were getting what they needed to get themselves through this pandemic, but it was also watching that what I had created and what I dreamed about and what I am so passionate about is working. And it's, it's you know, that's what people want. You know, you wanna create something that's in demand and it was in demand. So I was like, hell yeah, I know what I'm doing. And it just really gave me this amazing sense of purpose to my day. And, you know, even when life sort of continued as normal, kind of, not if you're in Victoria, we've been through a battle, um, but that's what my job was. I, you know, my job is to be a witch and I get to create magic every day and I get to send it out to people and work with people and, you know, it just progressed from there. You know, like the products expanded even more. Um, I, you know, have started doing tarot readings. Again, something I've always been very passionate about. I love divination. I loved, um, you know, during lockdowns, I did a tarot course so I could really find my skills, fine-tune my skills and um i loved it it just was so natural to me i loved reading i loved you know interpreting people's cards and all of that and i got to involve that into my business as well and now i get to do readings for people and it's so fun i love that like i love when people you know send me a message and say can you please do a, a tarot reading i need guidance. I need to know like what am I doing with my relationship or my career or whatever and I'm like hell yeah let's do it. Let's do this. Let's see what's going on. Um, I just feel like the luckiest person in the world because you know when I was doing vet nursing I was craving that creativity and now I get to do it every day and, and combine it with magic and do it on my own terms and be there as a mum for my kids and pick them up from school and kinder and, you know, I am I am very lucky and I'm also extremely grateful for that. And so the next place, I guess, for me to go is... I mean, the thing about me, here's what you need to understand, is I am an extremely motivated person. I have a list of goals uh, that just go on and on and on. And sometimes this actually works against me because it sometimes I forget what I have already achieved and I don't take the time to just sit and go, wow that was really cool like I'm really proud of myself because I'm like great now I've got there let's let's go even more I want I want this now you know so I have to remind myself like stop stop where you are you know pay attention to what you've done be mindful and all of that but whatever we're all humans right um, but I have so many goals I have so many places where I want to go and so I one thing I love is um, with doing Wick and Sage is that I have really gotten to form these really cool relationships with people who I've never met in my life. Um, You know, even if it's just a a random message or maybe a conversation here or there, um, I really love interacting with everybody because it's just really fun. Like you get to meet some really cool people. Like That's why I love going to doing like events or markets because um, you get to meet people. You get to talk to them. You get to like have these really cool conversations where you get to talk about witchcraft or magic or what you want to call in or what you want to get rid of. And I love doing that with people. And I love when people come to me and ask me a question because they're feeling lost or overwhelmed or they just don't know what to do or they just started as a witch and they don't know where to go or whatever it may be and I love that I can help because I've been there I've been through that I've I've done all the same things and now I get to help someone else because I know when I was in that position I reached out to people to help and I was so grateful for it and it really it really helped me find my path like you know, I know before I started at mystical dragon, I reached out to, um, just some random person I saw on Instagram on the mystical page. Cause they do a, a Halloween ball every, I mean, a Beltane ball every year. And it's, it's the best thing ever. Um, but I saw this picture of this girl there and I'm like, she looks like she's having fun. And I messaged her and I was like, Hey, um, what do you think about mystical dragon? Like, is it, Is it worth doing? And she was like, Oh, yeah, you should do it. It's so much fun. And now she is one of my best friends, and I completely adore her. And I found someone that totally gets me. And we totally clicked and connected. And I learned from her, and she learns from me, and we get each other. And I love that, um, you know. Things like this can form really amazing relationships and you can find people that totally understand you and there's no judgment and there's no, you know, like nothing negative. It's just purely like a really safe space Um, and I wanted to take what I have created with my business and on Instagram especially and heighten it even more and give back even more. So that's when the podcast came up because I was like, imagine if I could create a space where I could teach people all the things I learnt in a really fun, normal way that's not overwhelming because there are people that, that teach these things and they take them very seriously and they have their rules and they have their ways that you have to do it and it can just really scare people off, um, and I don't think that witchcraft needs to be scary at all. I think it's it's a normal everyday thing. It's something that I feel is connected to all of us, really deep down, from way way back. And I feel like if you take away that scary, you know, um, vibe, it might have or the judging or the just anything negative about it and you really bring it down to make it normal um, and positive, it's, it just changes the way you view it. And it makes it seem, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Really, witchcraft is about um, using your own energy, using nature, celebrating the seasons, being a good person, putting good out into the world and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all I don't know how you could judge that so when you look at something so simply it makes it a lot more fun and positive and easy to do and that's what I wanted is to create this space where people could go to to learn and to um you know feel comfortable just being there and and being surrounded by magic and finding out new ways of doing things, but also um, hearing stories from people who have been there, done that, and have wisdom to share. And that's what I wanted from this podcast is to create that space. And not not just here, but also on like a YouTube platform as well is to have that space that you can go to where you just fill your life and your every day with magic. Um, you know, for me, I go for a walk every morning. That's my thing. That's how I. Um, I need that. I need that time alone to recharge. So I go for a walk every day, and I listen to a podcast. So, I, well, actually, the first half is like I like really smash out some cool tunes, and it changes. Some days, it's like full house, like beat music then it could be like Disney tunes. Um, today I listened to the Chicago soundtrack. Like it's, it changes. It's, it's whatever vibe I'm going for. Um, but then the second half of my walk, I listen to a podcast and it can be anything from, you know, something to do with witchcraft, something to do with manifesting, something to do with, you know, being a mom or whatever it is. Um, but I love that time to just, Listen to people who are totally the same vibe as me, and that can share their wisdom. Um, so either it's you know affirm something that I already know, or I learn something, and I've started my day in this really productive way, and a, and a really good mindset. And that's just what I do. Like some people listen to a podcast in the bath, some people listen to it before bed, or on a train, or in the car, whatever. But I think it's a really cool way and uh, to communicate with each other, you know? So that's what I wanted. And I also wanted to bring in people who are just totally kick-ass at what they do, who are just filled with knowledge and wisdom and magic, and they're just really good people um, who can just make this world of magic and witchcraft and and whatever it is that you're looking for, simple, fun, engaging, positive, and all the good things. So, um, I have called in a few people now, and I'm so excited about them because some of them are like are my role models. Some of these are some of the people who I learn from, even to this very day. I was listening to one of their podcasts right before I did this. And so I'm going to be fangirling just along with you because I want to ask them all the things that you would want to ask. All the like, what do you do in the morning? How do you start your day? How do you finish your day? What do you do when you've had a really shitty day and you want to just cleanse it all away? Like, how do you reset? You know, all the like normal questions that Can help you in your everyday life. That's what I want to ask people. Um, So that's a big part of the podcast, and I'm just I'm so excited about it. I I have a really good feeling about it, and the response so far has been super positive. So thank you guys for that. But I just yeah, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it, and I think it'll be a really good place for you guys to connect with me as well. Just get to know me a bit more. Um, Obviously, you have. Gotten to know me a bit, you know, through my Instagram page. It's Wick and Sage on Instagram, if you didn't know. Um, but yeah, I think it would just be really cool. It would be fun. I've been looking forward to it. Um, but speaking of Instagram, I did ask you guys um, if you wanted to ask me any questions just to get me, get to know me a bit better before we start our podcast journey together. Um, so I have written a few down. Um... Now, some of them I've already answered in all the, the ranting I've done before this, but I will pick out a couple now. Um, let me see. Why did you move to the hills? Um, that's a good question. So we, Patty and I have moved house together, I think it's about eight times. And we've been together 12 years now, growing up, I moved house a lot as well, and Patty moved back and forth between Australia and Ireland a lot. So we are kind of used to just hopping around. And um, we we had no real idea of what we were looking for. We just knew that where we were didn't fit. So we moved around. We moved actually down the peninsula in Melbourne uh, to Safety Beach. That's where I had both my babies and like I said before, I'm a real mermaid. I love the ocean. I love the beach and so does Patty. and we thought, you know, that's what we wanted. We wanted to be near the ocean. Um, that's we want to you know grow roots and that's where we want to be. Um, and when we were there, I mean down the peninsula is beautiful the the beaches are so nice and we met some really cool people. It's got a really nice vibe until you get to summer and then it is bombarded by tourists and they have no respect for the the beach or the ocean or the town or whatever it is not fun place to be um i won't rant about it too much but i mean you your beach that you would walk every day would be trashed with rubbish you couldn't park anywhere you like, even going five minutes down to the shops took like 45 minutes. It was just a nightmare. And, it, and the whole vibe of the area changed. And we were just like, no, this is not like we shouldn't be punished for trying to go to our own beach in summer every year. This is not a fun place to be. So, and we also felt very far away from everything. I, I don't know what it was that we felt far away from, but we did. Um, so, we moved a bit closer inward um, and we that's when we got stuck in lockdown and we were like hell no we I feel like we live somewhere that has no soul um it's not what we want to be and so Poppy was just about to start she was in kinder at this point and we were like well what do we want we either want to be near the ocean or we want to be where the trees are we have to pick and so um during one of the breaks from lockdown, we went up to the Dandenong Ranges and we were just driving around with the kids and we came across this school um, and it was a dream school. It is literally the most beautiful place I've ever seen. It has trees all around it, has big fields with a playground um i mean even just the drive there is like something out of a dream and i was like our kids could go to school here every day we could drive to school here every day and this could be where our lives are and it just something about that felt so right and we were like if we're gonna do it we need to do it now because poppy's gonna start school and we don't want to, you know, take her in and out of schools. We want her to find somewhere and really like immerse herself in that community. So we're like, well, let's just call the school, suss out what their whole vibe is. And um, they were amazing. Like anything we wanted to hear, they, that's what they, you know, they were so positive. The way they view their students is beautiful. Their morals are amazing. Their policy on bullying is is exactly what we wanted to hear they're very connected with nature they you know you teach the kids about recycling and climate change and all the things that we can do to help the earth and the you know the principal her office is filled with crystals so I was like yeah these are our people this is where we need to be and everything just fell into place um it was just perfect, and so we applied for to to get this house. We got it straight away, even though there was like so many people that wanted it. But for us, you know, I mean, I could go into the backstory of how we like manifested it and called it in, but maybe I'll do that another time. But we got this beautiful house, and we moved up here. We just packed up, moved here, and we have not regretted it ever. In fact even to this day we've been here what a year and a half now um we drive around and we're like oh my god I just love living here so much it's just so beautiful and um it is like we are surrounded by these beautiful forests and we have like wild animals coming into our garden all the time we had uh, a fox and a wallaby who were having some kind of disagreement not too long ago. We had a bat in our house. We have echidnas walking around. We have kangaroos. Um, you know, there's butterflies everywhere. I love that every season you see these beautiful wild flowers burst out from all sorts of places. Um, you know, we're going obviously just gone into autumn, and I love autumn in the hills because it's like. Oh, It's just the most beautiful place because the trees have changed to these magical colors and everywhere you look, its leaves are falling and it, I do yourself a favor if you're in Melbourne or Victoria, go to the Dandenong Ranges in autumn and you will see what I mean. It's purely magical. It's just amazing. But yeah, that's kind of why we moved here. Sorry, that was a really big answer to that question, but that is why we moved here because it's amazing um how did you meet your husband so patty and i we met actually at an acting course i said before i used to be an actor i went to acting school blah 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 um but we got it was like so meant to be because we i was actually in adelaide at the time my parents were living up there and i had i was how long had i been back for not that long from new york and I had just gotten out of a relationship literally a week before and I got a call from my agent and she was like, um, you've been invited to do this class. I think it would be really cool. The teacher's amazing. There's only a few people that have been invited to do it. Um, you should do it. And I was like, oh, well, I'm in Adelaide. Like, And it was the next day. Um, and she's like, well, it's up to you. If you want to do it, you can do it. And then I talked to my parents and they're like, yeah, let's just do it. You should. Like, it's a good opportunity. So I just like, all right, I'll go. So I came back to Melbourne. Um, and Patty had the same call from his agent. And he, because he, Patty's like total pro. He was on Neighbours for ages. He, he knows how to act. But he was she was like, you know what? It could be a good opportunity. Um, you should just do it. So he did it as well. He was the first person to arrive, I was the second. And um, look, it wasn't love at first sight because I I don't know why, I I must've been in a judgy mood, Um, but I was like, look at this guy. I I don't even know where he's from, he's from something. I don't know what it is, but he thinks he's so funny. He thinks he's so great. Um, I don't know what was wrong with me, but (laughs) that's why I was just so like, whatever. Um, but then we started talking and we just clicked straight away. We just had the, the same sense of humor. Um, we just got each other and yeah, that's how we met. It was, you know, he showed me a poem he'd made about a teddy bear, like he did all the things. Um, yeah, there you go. That's how we, That's how we met had an acting class of all places um what's my favorite animal oh that's a hard one actually you know what my favorite animal is a dog I love dogs I think they are the most beautiful creatures in this entire world because all they want to do is love you um and they forgive you instantly even the meanest people in the world they forgive you and then they want to love you straight away and I think dogs are just so beautiful like i have two i have um audrey and norman and they are both golden retrievers norman is the love of my life (laughs) anyone you are even my children well if someone ever said who's your favorite child my children would go norman because i love him so much um but if i could have 20 dogs i would not say no ever and patty knows this and he's terrified um I also love deer, like reindeer or deer. I'm very drawn to them. I actually did a meditation, like a class once in psychic development where you connected to your spirit animal guide and mine was a reindeer, which I thought was so cool. I know someone got a dung beetle, so I definitely lucked out. Um yeah, I thought that was really cool. I just love them. I think they're so beautiful. Um, and I also love seals. I think when I was little, my, you know how everyone, when, when they're a kid, they're always like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut or whatever. Um, when I was a child, I wanted to be a um, seal keeper at the zoo. That's what I wanted my job to be. I wanted to look after the seals and it was going to be amazing. And you know what? I'd probably still do it if I could because I love them. So yeah. There you go. Uh, what are your biggest fears? It's a big question. Um, my biggest fears. You know what? I'm actually terrified of sharks. Like I know, I know everyone's scared of sharks because they can eat you. But I am actually terrified. Like I, the thought of going further than my maybe chest in the ocean is too much for me and it's weird because I love the ocean I'm so connected to it I love being in it I love being around it I love everything in it I love sharks like I love them I think they're amazing but I'm terrified they're gonna eat me (laughs) I, I really am and I don't know if it's like a past life thing like maybe I was eaten by a shark I don't know um but they i am really weirdly scared so maybe i need to explore that a bit more um patty actually <laughs> he bought me tickets to go diving with the sharks at the aquarium and i like i did it i actually didn't complete it because um my goggles kept filling with water and i kept trying to tell the person i can't see i can't see in the water and they wouldn't listen to me like they were they were not good teachers And I ended up having a panic attack in the middle of a shark tank with everybody watching me. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, But you know what? I mean, if you're going to have a panic attack, you don't want to have it in a tank full of sharks. So maybe that has contributed it as well. But anyway, sharks freak me out a little bit. But again, I, I think they're amazing. I'm very, I don't know. I'm a very conflicted person. Um... So I'm scared of that, and I'm also actually terrified of, um, again, this is something I'm sure most people are, but this is something I actively think about a lot. Um, I'm terrified of being in the house when someone breaks into it. Um, Like the thought of that is just so overwhelming to me. I think like when we were little, when, we were, when I was little, our house got broken into and I remember coming home from school and all the police were there and they were doing fingerprints and whatever and they, um, I heard a cop say to my parents, um, you know, they haven't taken anything but often people will come in to see what you have and then they'll come back and I think that really stuck with me. And so to this day, like, if I'm home alone or, like, if Patty's out at nighttime, like, every creak and crack, I'm like, there's someone in the house. There's someone in the house. And I get so panicky about it. Um, so, yeah, I would probably say those two things are my biggest fears. And obviously something happening to my family. Like, obviously that's a fear. But my irrational fears, sharks and being home alone, and someone breaking to the house. Um, 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 what else? What makes you smile? Um, so many things make me smile. Um, my, kid, my kids giggling. They have the funniest laughs, and I think kids, when they are giggling and in their little happy place like that, how can that not make you smile? Um. I love, what else do I love? Uh, reading makes me smile. I love that. Reading's like my happy place, like especially if it's like a rainy day and the fire's going and you sit with a book. Ugh, oh my gosh, that's like, that's my dream. Um, What else makes me smile? Watching Disney movies, that makes me smile. Um, traveling. Like just like the thought, like when you're, you know, when you're going to the airport, like you're on the way and your bags are packed and you're driving to the airport and you arrive and you check in, like the thought, knowing that you're traveling somewhere, especially if it's like for a holiday and you're going somewhere new, like that adventure, oh, that makes me so happy. And I can't wait to do that again. I cannot wait um, to go traveling again. The last time we did that was actually just before everything happened and we went over to um, Europe and went to Ireland and England and France and it was so good. Um, So, yeah, traveling makes me smile. Um, So many things. I could sit here all day. Yeah, I love smiling. Wasn't that from Elf? I love smiling. Smiling is my favorite. Uh, okay, last one. What are my future goals? Oh, again, I could sit here all day. I told you before, I'm a very um, ambitious person. I have lots of things that I want to do professionally and in my life and all of that, but I'll try and summarize it for you. Um, I love, I really want to write my book. I have started that process Um and I'm doing a book about seasonal witchery, um, how to work with the wheel of the year, you know, how to celebrate each Sabbath and the seasons. Um, it's something I am super passionate about. It's, it, you know, it's my everyday life. Um, so I really want to write my book about that. I'm manifesting that super hard right now you know, getting that published, getting it out. I basically, I, I can already see it. It's like my Instagram feed in a book with amazing information. <laughs> that's the dream. Um, obviously, I want to get the podcast going. Um, I'd love to write a children's book as well. That's something I have been thinking about for years. And that's definitely on the, on the horizon. Um, we want to buy our dream home and i want to fill it with amazing plants and herbs and flowers and i want to get my um my what's it called my highland cow again if you follow me on instagram you may see that i am obsessed with highland cows and i'm gonna get one i'm gonna get one and i want a goat and i want more dogs and cats and Patty's going to have a heart attack when he listens to this. But I don't care because that's what's happening. Um, I want to travel more. You know, our next big trip we want to do is Disneyland with the kids because it's Disneyland and we want to go. Um, yeah, they're, they're probably my future, my big goals. What else? I don't know. That That's probably the main ones. There's so many. You should see my... The start of every year, I write all my goals down in my diary and it's like ridiculous. It's like, come on, just pick one or two things at a time and you won't feel so overwhelmed all the time. But that's just a little insight into my brain. Um, but yeah, there you go. So there we go. That's the first episode. That's a little bit about me, who I am, why I'm here, what I want to do, what kind of space I want to create. And I'm super excited about it. Um, I really appreciate all your support. And I hope I can create something for you that helps you to grow in your path and in your practice. And as a witch or a healer or a magical being, I hope I can contribute to that in some way. Um, So thank you for listening. If you like this episode, um, definitely subscribe and leave a rating for me. Let's get this thing kicked off and going. Um, you know, jump over to my YouTube channel which is called uh, The Rosethorn Cottage and there you will find more magic that I am going to be creating for you. Um, and definitely come and see me over at my Instagram page, Wick and Sage. Um, and you know, let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you want to hear from me, but definitely, definitely if you are keen to listen to some amazing witches and writers and magical beings, you need to subscribe because I have got some real doozies on the way, real, real amazing people. So, hang tight for that. Um, I will be back very soon where we will be talking all things Mabin and I have a very special guest with me who will be going over it and we'll be talking about all the things. So stay tuned for that. Um, But again, thank you so much for your support for you know being here on my journey. Some of you have been here from the very beginning and I'm so grateful for that and I'm so excited for the future and for Ritual the Podcast. I, I have a good feeling guys. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be really good. Um so have a beautiful day wherever you are and I will check in with you very soon.